Welcome back to New Rockstars. The Falcon in the Winter Soldier is dragging us once again down the WandaVision rabbit hole with the promise of a mystery character coming in episode five, who apparently would be a great Thor partner. No, it's not Mephisto. Shut up. But we will <laughs> we will take this bait nonetheless, because that's what we do here. I'm Eric Voss. This is Rogue Theory. With me today is an amazing panel. I'm so excited to talk with them, uh, starting with the co-host of our Falcon Winter Soldier after show, MT. Hello, everybody. It's good to be back. I love talking nerd with you guys. <laughs> yes, us too. And also friend of the show, comedian Danielle Spiso. Hi, guys. Hey, Danielle. Welcome back. And we are so happy to welcome to New Rockstars from Gamertag Radio and the Kind of Funny family, the network, Harris Lilly. Welcome, man. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I, I am I am honored to be here and very excited to talk about some Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, we're going to do it. Uh, so here we go. Our first topic, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier creator, Malcolm Spellman, told Rotten Tomatoes TV host Jacqueline Coley that a new character is coming in episode five whom he would love to see paired with Thor. Roll that clip, Josh. There are characters in our series uh, uh, who I would love to see partnered with like, that's a, it's a very, very grounded character, partnered with one of the big, uh, what they call them, the world shakers, you know what I'm saying? Like Thor or someone like that, you know what I'm saying? Who hasn't moved on because the personality is so strong. It's the episode five character. I'd love to see that character with Thor. Woo-wee, we got another mystery cameo, folks. Did he, didn't he also <laughs> say it's gonna make you cry? Wasn't that part of it too? What, like oh, later on? Didn't he say cry? something like, it's like a tearjerker? Didn't he say something like that too? I do vaguely remember that. I didn't yeah. immediately connect that with this character, but I think you may be right. Yeah, Cause so he said episode five, it's a big one. It's gonna make you cry. Dang. So there's a lot to break down here. Uh, now, sure, we did learn our, learn our lesson in WandaVision that you can't really trust the hype when it comes from the cast. We're looking yeah. at you, Paul Bettany. Yeah. Yes, directly at you, into your pupils. Exactly. <laughs> but in this case, Malcolm Spellman's a head writer. He created this show, and he really did intentionally temper expectations with this tease. He was being specific. Like, he gave us these qualities, right? A very, very grounded character. Uh, the personality is so strong, and uh, apparently also so Someone who might have an emotional uh, connection with us. I mean, after Paul Bettany, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a golden retriever puppy in a Captain America outfit. Like, come on. It's, like, it's the dog from Marley and Me. It's just Marley. Make me cry. <laughs> Super grounded. Let's let's try to narrow this down. Really, we're looking for a grounded, strong-willed personality that would make them kind of a fun partner, uh, maybe a contrast or maybe someone like-minded to the over-the-top Norse demigod Thor. Uh, and let's remember, folks, this is a series about super soldiers, post-blip social realities, America's dark history with human testing. So rather than going rogue with Marvel demons or cosmic space gods, let's go down uh, the rabbit hole, roguely, of Malcolm Spellman's imagination. What earthling do we think he was referring to who would make the best partner to Thor? Am I crazy just totally crazy for wanting it to be old cap like is that just oh, totally so out of the great. question <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like am i just setting myself up for disappointment for thinking that that could possibly be it i don't think so i think you are unfortunately <laughs> as much as i would love it that would be amazing seeing old thor and like you know just young i mean old cap and young thor just right? like hanging out and like 
It'd be amazing. <laughs> well, again, I go. To, I got to go back to what what Eric said. Wandavision has taught me to set expectations accordingly. So. Yeah. My wacky theory on this is actually goes with kind of the complete opposite of what you would think would pair with Thor. So this show clearly obviously is about Falcon and his journey to become Captain America, right? Mm -hmm. But there's a Mm -hmm. subplot in here that I think they're building to. And that is Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, AKA the Thunderbolts. I really think we're we're building towards that. Mm -hmm. We know Zemo's coming Mm -hmm. in the next episode. He leads the Thunderbolts. Who's one of his first recruits? It's Eric Jostin, a.k.a. Atlas. So with the whole super soldier program, we know this is about super soldiers and creating them. We know Thunderbolt Ross looms large over this entire series, you know, with the super soldier program. So what better way to introduce a brand new character who would have a a strong enough power set that he could hang with Thor? You make it one of the Thunderbolts. So so that's my wacky one. I, I'll also jump in really quick yeah. and say I have a far-fetched one, which I'm pretty sure won't happen. But we know that Emil Blonsky, that's a.k.a. Right. the Abomination, mm-hmm. is yeah. going to return in She-Hulk. What's to say he does not return here in a surprise? Because, once again, he is tied to Thunderbolt Ross, and he is also tied to the Super Soldier program. So... What better way to bring Abomination in than Bucky and Falcon go talk to Blonsky about the Super Soldier Serum? So there we go. Yeah, and like you got to think, not only is he tied to the Super Soldier history, he is that kind of strong-willed uh, personality who you know he you could totally see uh, uh, Tim Roth like having fireworks with uh, with Thor in a scene, right? Like, oh, you think you're the Great Warrior, Terran? You know. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, I fought the Hulk too. So yeah, it would be great. I, I'm going to go with something a little bit wild. And it's, it's not, definitely not as grounded, but I honestly think that it could potentially be uh, our old boy Hercules. And this is a character that I've been wanting in the MCU for such a long time because Marvel, um, Hercules, and Thor do go at it from time to time, but like in a brotherly type of way. And like they have a right. really good relationship in the comics. So, I mean, who's to say that maybe these super soldiers got their powers from, I don't know, Hercules experimentation. Who knows? It's just, it could be anything. But I really would love to see Hercules um, just come out of left field and just be like, hello, I'm here now. Um, so I'll see you later in a future Marvel project. But I, I'm all about Hercules. Having a, another mythological uh, god come in. Or is Hercules is a god. He's son of a god, right? He's yeah. like a demigod type deal. As, yeah. as long as it's not played by Kevin Sorbo, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's an interesting idea, too. I mean, just to remind everyone of who we already know or who already has uh, shown up. We know uh, Rhodey made his cameo, Batrock, and then we just saw Isaiah Bradley and his grandson, Eli Bradley. Zemo's coming next episode. Sharon Carter's coming up. Some mysterious power broker figures in the shadows. And then Thaddeus Ross has been teased in the, in the credits. Um, now, there have been a bunch of theories that have been out there on top of what we've talked about here and there's uh there's been this kind of long-running theory that there's going to be a crossover between falcon and the winter soldier and black widow so i'm wondering if this character could be someone like whoever taskmaster ends up being could be this person and you just imagine like taskmaster is someone who mirrors everybody and could have like kind of a fun back and forth with thor of like he knows all of thor's moves and thor's like how can i not strike you and he just blocks everything it just depends on who taskmaster i think they're going to keep that taskmaster reveal for the black widow movie but like 
you know, we do have Yelena Belova, O.T. Fegbenle's playing uh, this uh, Rick Mason character, David Harbour's playing Red Guardian. I wonder if one of these faces could show up in the show. Uh, that'd be kind of fun. I would love to see Red Guardian. Okay. Oh my God, oh, yeah. that'd be so good. I Honestly, now that you bring that up, if Red Guardian survives Black Widow, which I don't believe that he will, I, he's, it's looking not good for Red Guardian. Um, for me anyway. But if he does survive Black Widow, oh man, him and Thor would kill it together. It would be so good. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be really good. <laughs> that really chemistry good. would be hilarious. And again, I've, I've learned to not expect too much, yeah. but um, we know that it, Ma Ma Madri Madridor, oh, I'm saying the name wrong. The, the island, the mutant island. Madripoor. Madri there, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, there has been rumors about potentially Omega Red showing up in mm. this. And oh, that would be perfect with Thor. That would be another great pairing, but I'm not holding my breath for any mutant X-Gene personality <laughs> right. showing up in this show. I mean, do you think it has to be an introduction of a whole new character or going with the Bradley family, like Eli Bradley coming into mm. his like super soldier, new Avengers character? We've already mm. been introduced to him in the show, but I could see a chain of events yeah, that like, him taking his power whether that's like i read something like blood transfusion from his grandfather because he's so right. brutally hurt or mm. he gets you know the super soldier serum somehow mm -hmm. and is introduced as a new super soldier character as opposed to just you know regular old grandson you make you make a good point on that because if it's someone that we've already been introduced to but now he becomes the quote-unquote superhero character that we're expecting I guess the tragedy, the emotional of this would be Isaiah Bradley potentially yeah. passing away somehow. Right. And that could be the the catalyst to kick uh kick him off into one what was it, Patriot is is his younger Avengers name, I believe, yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And that's the tearjerker moment everyone's looking for. I could that see that a as a tearjerker moment. I mean, Eli Bradley has an interesting character arc where he <laughs> seems to have uh, super soldier abilities, but then he was just juicing up on that mutant growth hormone. And then the rest of the Young Avengers had to be like, no, we still value you as a team member and a human being. And then he kind of stays on as like, fine, I'm going to have the tactics and the strategy and I'm going to call the shots. Um, and he, But that's a whole arc where he has to learn to like, he doesn't have to be, you know, super uh, agility and super strong to be an Juicing. Avenger, be a Young Avenger. Juicing. <laughs> Juicing. Juicy loose. You ain't got a juice. <laughs> it's really a message for the kids, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but here's an idea. Um, because yeah. um, was he, Eternals was supposed to yeah. be out by now, but, but before well, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? right? So, like, what if we're talking about an Eternals character that yeah. we haven't seen yet because the movie's not out? Yeah, there's, there's like, two questions that are kind of, when it comes to this uh, Spellman quote, like, how much, how sincere was he when he said uh, it's a very, very grounded character? Was he backpedaling in that moment? I don't know. He was trying to say like a contrast with the world breaker. He was like defining new terms. Like this is what a world breaker is or a world shatter. Um, uh, and then the second question is like, as we saw with WandaVision, you know, it's really hard to keep like a big name off of the, like we just saw with Thor Love and Thunder, uh, Russell Crowe was supposed to be kept a secret and then it got out. And, and we saw it with Evan Peters too. So it's kind of hard. If it's a huge, huge name, someone's going to talk. Wait. Time out, Eric. You said you you said the word grounded, and that got me thinking. What if you, you know who's the ground the most groundedest character of all in Marvel history? Mole Man. What if we're talking about Mole Man? No, I'm just kidding. It's not Mole Man. It's 100 percent not Mole Man. But I hope it's Mole. That'd be hilarious if it was Mole Man. No, Mole Man and Thor Adventures. I give them 100 dollars per ticket, and I see it multiple times. 
Um, all right. All three of you guys had some great takes there. Even though this is a, a new version of Rogue Theory where we're just talking, we're just talking. <laughs> I'm still insane. And I still mentally award points according to some algorithm that, you know, I, I don't tell people about. But it does uh, print out in the form of these golden sparkle bucks. Uh, I won't tell you from where. It just prints out. and Prints out. Um, <laughs> Unlimited supply. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, you guys all had some good theories. I'm going to award one Sparkle Buck to Danielle. I really like this idea. I don't think it's wrong to hold on to hope for Old Cap to, right? to just Come appear. On. I think they'd be, yeah, be, they'd good. be good buddies to see those two together. Ultimate tearjerker moment. MT, you're also getting uh, a point there for this Hercules idea. Oh, thank you. It's so Yeah, nice. it was that super strength. Maybe the original uh, super soldier, that mystery cocktail that Erskine had back in the day was a derived from uh, Hercules DNA. Who knows? Maybe. Um, <laughs> but uh, Paris, I'm going to give you two points just because I think both your pitches yeah. of it being either Atlas or uh, or what was the other one you said? You said? Abomination, Emil Blonsky. Abomination. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Blonsky and yeah, both of those. I'm like, yeah, those both make sense to me. I would love those. So you get two points. Well All deserved. Right. I like <laughs> Atlas and Abomination were two very good ideas. Yes. I didn't think about both of those. So. Well, I, honestly, again, I blame WandaVision because my <laughs> theories were so far out there. You thought Galactus was about to show up in that show. So I'm like, okay, let's keep this as grounded as we possibly can. And it, just, it would just make sense the way that the series is going to see a character like that. We all got burned by WandaVision. And like, it's really because WandaVision, people are like, well, it's not every Marvel show. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I don't think is going to have Mephisto because it's a show that is super grounded. Whereas right. WandaVision yeah. dipped just enough into the supernatural, into the cosmic to make us believe that anything could be possible, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Well, we're moving on together. First, I want to talk about some people who helped us make this episode. Thank you to our friends at ExpressVPN. So most of us have a really very little choice over our internet service provider because ISPs operate kind of like monopolies in the regions they serve. They use this monopoly power to take advantage of customers' data caps, streaming throttles, the list goes on and on. But they also log your internet activity and they sell that data to other big tech companies or advertisers. So to prevent ISPs from seeing my internet activity i protect my devices with expressvpn it's really a simple app for your computer or smartphone that encrypts all of your network data and then tunnels it through a secure vpn server so that your isp cannot see any of your activity i recommend expressvpn as the best way to hide your online activity from your isp just download the app tap one button on your device and you are protected and expressvpn does all of this without slowing your connection that's why it's rated the number one VPN service by CNET and Wired. So stop handing over your personal data to ISPs and other big tech giants who mine your activity and sell off your information. Protect yourself with the VPN I trust to help me keep private online. Visit expressvpn.com slash rogue. That's expressvpn.com slash rogue to get three extra months for free. Go to expressvpn.com slash rogue right now to learn more. All right, we also want to thank our friends at Caliper CBD. So who says taking care of yourself needs to be hard? What's great about uh, CBD is that it helps you feel better without making drastic changes to your routine. It's been a help for me when sleeping and soreness, especially since, you know, I've been doing this whole fitness challenge. My body's doing things that it does not want to do and probably won't do after this challenge is over. So just to get me through these hellish 12 weeks, it's great to have little helps like this. Uh, actually, this past January, Colorado State 
University published the first ever peer-reviewed study to compare how different CBD products on the market are absorbed and processed by the body, Caliper CBD was found to deliver 30 times more CBD than CBD oil in the first 30 minutes. Caliper gives you all the benefits of CBD in just 10 minutes. CBD oils could take up to two hours to fully absorb, which is way longer than you really want to wait. And the great thing about Caliper's little powder packets is that they're mobile, so you can take them to work or on the road, just pop one in your morning tea or afternoon smoothie. And you can get 20% off your first order when you use the promo code ROGUE at trycaliper.com rogue. You can try Caliper CBD risk-free for 30 days, and if you don't love it, they'll give you a full refund. That's trycaliper.com rogue. Don't forget to use the promo code ROGUE for 20% off your first order. All right, let's move right along to some other big news we just got this week the cast for the obi-wan kenobi series on disney plus was announced yes. so uh there was this amazing graphic uh show that graphic josh josh is like i enough i've had to do too much editing on this <laughs> um so uh we already knew ewan mcgregor was gonna come back as obi-wan and they announced last december that hayden christensen is gonna return as darth vader which is Ooh. amazing yeah uh but Beyond those two, we got Moses Ingram in a mystery role. She actually said she would get to play with lightsabers. That's interesting. Um, Joel Edgerton is coming back as Uncle Owen Lars and Bonnie Piesi, a.k.a. the Nexium escapee from the HBO documentary series. she escaped for this movie. Yeah, she got away. (laughs) Uh, She's coming back as uh, Aunt Beru. Uh, They're both coming back from Revenge of the Sith, that final scene. And uh, in various unknown roles, Kamel Nanjiani. This guy's getting work. Get it. And we got so Indira cool. Varma. You may know her as uh, Laria, Laria San from Game of Thrones. Uh, Rupert Friend. I know him from Homeland. Mm-hmm. Uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. is in this. Yes. 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 Uh, Sung Kang. Han from Rest yes. Han lives. <laughs> yes. A different Han in this universe. Uh, and then we got Simone Kessel and uh, Benny Safdie, a.k.a. the co-director of Uncut Gems. This guy yeah. does it all. Yeah. So this series will be set 10 years after Order 66 and Revenge of the Sith, where mm-hmm. uh, Anakin or he was Vader at that point and Obi-Wan had their epic duel. And then this is going to be nine years before Obi-Wan meets young Luke Skywalker right. in Star Wars A New Hope. So yes. during this Obi-Wan series, Luke's going to be about 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for you guys, knowing this is the cast, what do you think the series is going to be about? Like the Mandalorian's mission was to protect the child, baby Yoda, Grogu. Uh, what will Obi-Wan's mission be in this series? Kicking it in Tatooine. (laughs) (laughs) I hope to God that we're not just in Tatooine. I hope we go to other planets because Tatooine is just so like just dry. It just yeah. it's very deserty and like uh-huh. not that interesting. Yeah, yeah. Tatooine is obviously going to be it. I, I think the thing that excites me the most about this series is obviously it's it's Obi Wan. We're, we're getting more more of that and, and his story and what he's been up to. But I look at it in the way that we're going to see Darth Vader in his literal prime, being yes. ten years after the yes. events of this yes. and. It, it's pretty clear they're going to have one more confrontation. So this now takes that line in a new hope and gives it completely new meaning where he says, last I left you, I was a student, mm-hmm. but you know, now I am the master. So mm-hmm. what does that mean? What does that confrontation yeah. look like? What is the, the, the struggle that Anakin or Darth Vader is going through in this series? Because, you know, he, he lost the love of his life. He, he assumes the, the unborn child is lost as well. He's now half man, half machine. Yeah, he's serving Palpatine. He's on the dark side. So is there a struggle there that there's there a side of Vader that we never got to see 
you know, in the original uh, trilogy that they can now put on display here. And in the backdrop of that, we're getting the Avenger, the, the Avengers, the adventures <laughs> of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And what does that mean being a protector? of, of now Luke Skywalker. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but no, I really like that you brought that up because the Darth in the Darth Vader comics, we see Darth Vader become Darth Vader slowly. Like we see the beginnings of his career. And those comics are amazing. Anybody watching this video right now, go read the Darth Vader comics because good God, like it is fantastic. So being able to see Darth Vader in his prime we're going to see some crazy shit. We're yeah. going to see some real crazy yeah. shit. But also, mm -hmm. to your other point about, you know, you're totally right. Because, like, he is, you know, he has a struggle going on. And with him being Palpatine's new apprentice and, you know, Palpatine wanting him to, you know, sort of, you know, control himself and become this ruthless man, it's going to be interesting to see his humanity slowly die off over right. you know within this uh, period of him being you know this new apprentice so yeah mm. no you're totally right i do love that well that's why i wonder if there's going to be any sort of use of like flashbacks at all because mm. otherwise hayden christensen better be working on his james earl Jones impression because like, <laughs> what are we gonna see of him like he's he wears his helmet all the time you know right like in this right. period he's disfigured and and you know doesn't want to take off his or can't really you know and so right i'm interested to see like where hayden christensen is coming into this as far as an actor like That's unless we true. see like flashback kind of stuff or you're right you're totally right and then they could just hire anybody right. to be a guy in a suit yeah, yeah. why hayden so i'm thinking there's like two ways there's either like tony stark helmet uh cam you know where it's like inside the helmet and it's just hayden's in a dark room yeah. essentially so cool. but he's like at least i'll burn right. or like it could be like a, a forced meditation thing mm. like he, oh, you like see he Vader walk around, but he's yeah. I mean, yeah. we're only talking about like six episodes. I think it's a mini series, yeah. so if it's just like he has a big role, but like it, as he's having some kind of psychic battle with uh with uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, but like they're connecting in some kind of force metaphysical space, yeah. you know. All I'm really hoping for is a little bit of Liam Neeson force. Oh, uh, ghosting yes, yeah, I was gonna say like, that. Yeah, on, that's on, my favorite Leah. Jedi. Yeah. Qui Gon like I yeah. feel like he's such a huge part of Obi Wan's journey and development mm. that like how could he not play a part in oh, like yeah, Force Ghost style, obviously. But I feel like he has to play a part in these like formative years before he meets Luke. I mean, there is also another character that could potentially pop up in here, and uh, Obi Wan could have one more confrontation with him as well. You know Darth what I'm going to say. Absolutely. Yeah. Darth Maul. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it it, make, it lines up even if you go by Solo, which is that the same time? I can't remember the timeline of, of Solo if it's around the same time this is happening, but we know Darth Maul is out there. We know he's being active. So that could also be something that we see Obi-Wan uh, tackling through through the six episodes. God, I hope yeah. so. God, I hope so. Yeah. Oh, well, man. they had that great reunion in uh, Rebels, right? right? In the in the you know, God, I hope it. Yeah. <laughs> they had that great duel. 
Oh, it was so amazing. So to have like another moment where they cross paths or nearly cross paths would be really fun. Uh, I'm just wondering if like, if you have uh, Moses Ingram as like this lightsaber user, is there like maybe some other Jedi escapees from the Jedi Temple after Order mm, 66? I, I think so. And yeah, Vader's absolutely. hunting them down with the Inquisitors yeah. or something oh, yeah, like that. And then Obi-Wan has to help them escape, maybe... Oh, I well, I mean, you because if you think about it from from a a, a timeline perspective, Darth Vader would system because remember uh, Obi Wan even says that to Luke that Darth Vader systematically hunt down and destroyed the Jedi, so yeah. he would probably be continuing to do that even ten years later, trying to take yeah. out the stragglers. So yeah, we yes. yeah, yeah absolutely we'd see that. Yeah, and like you uh, got to think about like you know the guilt that Obi Wan Kenobi mm -hmm. feels. With, you know, failing to kill Darth Vader, who is now killing all of these people. So I feel like a good thing in this, um, a big story point in Obi-Wan's show is seeing him deal with that guilt and possibly trying to correct his mistake with trying to kill Darth Vader. I'm also, like, excited to hear that, like, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru are going to be yes. here, which yes. implies yeah. that Luke Skywalker will at least be seen from a distance. Right. Mm. I wonder if there's some kind of plot like uh, Luke Skywalker's location gets discovered and that obi-wan is to keep that information kind of like a reverse death star battle plans getting yeah. out like yeah. he has to chase down someone with like <laughs> the disc or whatever that says this is where this kid is and before that information get back to the empire obi-wan has to like gun that person down or yeah because i mean i i i also think with that i i thought of a lot of, a lot about that relationship because when we see them in the new hope it is very clear that uncle owen does not like ben mm. kenobi yeah. So yeah. and you have to think if you go by the end of episode three, there was probably a relationship there and something happens to absolutely sour it. I don't want, want anything to do with you anymore. Stay away from the boy. We don't want violence. And now, right. you know, Ben's off in the woods or, or in a cave or wherever he was, right. you yeah, know, yeah. so. I, I do think we'll see that relationship explored too. I noticed they haven't cast 10 year old Luke yet. And I just wanted to put it out there. I am available. <laughs> <laughs> like musical Peter Pan style. Yeah. Like, you know, what? I support this. Let's, let's get a hashtag going. Right, let's, let's, I support you. I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, some great points there across the board. Uh, I loved all your theories. Um, this idea of the the Liam Neeson Qui Gon Jinn cameo, yes. Danielle, you get the point there. Great, uh, because he was like one of the people who. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't he one of the early Force Ghost uh, yes. practitioners? Yes. Like he was yeah. one of the first he, Jedi he, he to do that. Obi Wan how to do the Force Ghost thing. Didn't he teach yeah. Yoda too? Wasn't that? I think yeah. Oh, yeah. He, taught Yoda. he taught Yoda, so, and then Yoda it only taught right. yeah. Obi Wan. Yes. I've been yeah. I've been stalking his interviews, and he has says he hasn't been approached yet. So, or in the last oh, okay. interview, but mm. you know, maybe he's really good at keeping things under wraps. Or... Exactly. I mean, yeah. Obi. I mean, Obi Wan. His name is not Obi. Ian McGregor um, said that he had to lie for like what four years yeah. about his uh, oh, about wow. the Obi Wan series. Yeah. So like, he could be Yikes. lying. You never That's know. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, we have one final round of just one rogue question that all of you guys uh, can answer. Um, so for this one, it's a Tokyo, ma a Tokyo man was arrested for scaling a six-story building to steal $10,000 worth of Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Okay. So the question is, what nerdy collectibles would you be willing to climb a building for? Oh, mm. oh that's, that's a, a good, good one. You know, I really thought that my collection would come make me a millionaire one day, and it hasn't really panned out like I thought. But some um, OG Beanie Babies, 
I think they have their time. They're going to be worth a lot one day. Oh yeah, for sure. For and so, sure. You know, with the with the tag protectors on them, that's worth. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got to have those on. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you have nothing. the OG like OG OG Beanie Babies. Yeah. Not only Dang. do I have the OG Beanie Babies, I have when McDonald's did mini Beanie Babies in their Happy mm-hmm. Meals. I collected those too. Oh, okay, stop flexing on us right now. We got it. <laughs> like, honestly, keep all of those because those will probably be worth a lot of money. Like, I've in been, the near someday. My parents have someday. been saying that since I was like 10 years old and they're still <laughs> holding out hope. So they're living in my closet. We'll see. One day, maybe. I would say for me, and this is probably showing my age at this point, but I would do anything possible, scale any wall to go get the entire G1 collection of the Transformers from the mid 80s. If if I had that mint right now, I would just have them set up somewhere and I would just stare at them. That's all I would (laughs) do. (laughs) I support that. that Uh If it Uh was me, I think, and this is going to be kind of weird and like it's going to be showing my my ultra nerdy side well not really but the lost episodes of doctor who um there are oh, yeah. a ton of episodes from like the back in like the day that just no one can find so if they were on the top of a building and i needed to scale it instead of using the elevator for some reason i'm scaling that building <laughs> yeah it. absolutely and probably yeah. falling off like a quarter of the way off because i don't <laughs> have good grip strength but uh, i'm gonna try anyway for the yeah borderline mythical uh macguffin of the do- missing doctor who episodes mt i think you have to get the point yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. thank you yeah. my good yeah. that's ark of the covenant level gotta get it you know? <laughs> that's incredible gotta get it um which according to my point total ends up with a tie what? between our three panelists nice. so oh. we're all winners or all losers <laughs> you take your pick <laughs> This episode of Rogue Congratulations, Theory. everyone. We're all losers. <laughs> yeah. losers but you're all winners in my heart. This is such a fun episode of Rogue Theory. I was uh, immensely enjoyed talking with you guys about oh, this yeah. stuff. Uh, so I want to thank all three of our, our co-hosts here, MT, uh, Danielle Spiso, and Paris Lilly. Follow all three of them on all their social media. Support all of their projects. All three of them are doing amazing things. Show them some love. And support this channel by checking out one of our many great merch options at NerdStarsMerch.com. I'm wearing our new Falcon Winter Soldier themed shirt called cool, Anarchy cool. Assembled. It's, it's really cool. I love it. Uh, and you can get that at NerdStarsMerch.com. Follow me at EA Voss. Follow NerdStars. Subscribe to NerdStars here on YouTube. And we will see you all next time. Bye-bye! Woo-hoo!